0: You know what I kind of miss? And it'd be so cool if we did this in church. Okay. Youth games. Like? Like, we play youth games all the time with our youth youth group. But the thing is, is that we use, I think... Mm -hmm. uh, Well, I don't even know the name of it, but we use some company. And they have, like, games up on the screen. So it's, like, true or false games and things like that. Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about... Do you remember (laughs) when you would go to youth group and they'd put a trash can in the middle of the room? And you'd all have to hold hands. And they'd be, Mm -hmm. like... The last person standing that doesn't touch this trash can wins by any and all means yeah. make others touch the trash can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
1: never I never played those.
0: Oh. Oh, that's true yeah. because you didn't grow up in church. No, you know but I will say I was away. very
1: uncomfortable with the idea of those games. That's why that's why I've never played those in my youth group. Oh my
0: goodness, they're so much fun. There's no better way to team build than to break someone's arm. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. I had some of the best days of my life playing those games. I'm trying to think of other games we'd play, but we we got wild. There we did like a ghetto version of minute to win it and mm. like I remember our youth pastor had us like duct tape to our backs uh kleenex box that he like clearly brought from home it was like missing <laughs> half the tissues and then like oh no no he took all the tissues out and it was duct tape to our backs and then there was ping pong balls in it and you had to like shake oh, and yeah, shimmy yeah. to get the ping pong balls out of the kleenex you, box you know what this
1: just reminded me of what? one of our favorite places that we ever traveled to a new life drama company
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um he was awesome well, Josh. Oh, yeah, yeah, We love Josh. Yes, we do. So, Josh, shout out to you, Josh, wherever you are. Yes. Um,
0: he was a youth pastor. Yeah, he was yeah. a youth
1: pastor up in Oregon, and uh, he was hilarious. This he, was a
0: place that we would go and speak at yeah. in case anyone's wondering.
1: Yeah, and Josh would prank all of these students.
0: All the time. That and, was, like, his favorite thing.
1: And it kept escalating because it was a week-long camp. Like a summer camp thing oh, at this place. I know where you're going. With it this. kept escalating and escalating Stop and escalating. Wait escalating. A Stop. And was, <laughs> no, no, no. It, it has to be. It has to be put out there now. Stop it. This has to be said. We are old so, enough,
0: but I'm still scared.
1: <laughs> so we're seeing all this, and it's like it's just escalating, and he's and like the one he did, doing and
0: it. And genuinely, he did do crazy stuff. Like,
1: and other kids were then other yeah. kids would retaliate. It yeah, was like yeah. a fun retaliation. It was like a son
0: reta- <laughs> or Son. It was a fun retaliation, but like he would do stuff like fill. Um, like water bottles with Gatorade mm-hmm. and like sprayed in kids faces to where like their eyes were like, Oh, my eyes are burning. Yeah, <laughs> like right, crazy, right. crazy stuff.
1: And you and I were time, not dating yet.
0: No, we were just friends. We were just friends. Yeah. And hold on. Sorry. I okay. just want to say real quick. Okay. Another one of the pranks that oh, they yeah. did is remember they went to just the boys cabin, but Josh like dressed up in a full getup, That's like a wrong. costume. Was it like a bear or something? Uh,
1: it was like a ghillie costume, like a, the ghillie suits.
0: What?
1: It looks like what a, a bear. It's like, it's like for hunting.
0: Oh okay. Yeah. Oh oh yeah. To like hide in the woods. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah yeah Um yeah. He like dressed in a full suit and then like banged on the windows. <laughs> That's and, crazy Like day. genuinely made some kids pee the bed. Oh yeah. Like he. T- but the no, kids loved him. Like, they, loved they loved him they lo- for it. They loved him. So Once they you realized, get the point. Oh, was it was escalating. Like it's not like we we were right. we're lying about that. It right. was getting cray-cray.
1: So you and I, who were literally just friends, this yes. was probably the moment we fell in love. To be honest. Okay. Okay. Not, let's really. Hear it. not really. Like though, a day let's later, but. I don't know who initiated this. You Probably or me? Probably me.
0: I'm usually the mastermind behind
1: yeah, but craziness. I think I would have recognized that this is genius because nobody would have thought of us. Because we're speakers. We're That's guest true. speakers. Yeah. We're doing skits. Yes. We're here to whatever. And like
0: New Life Drama Company, a.k.a. the team we're on, mm-hmm. we're only allowed, not allowed, we're only doing one thing. We're doing services and we're helping clean. We're doing services yeah. and we're helping clean. And there's like, six of us. Yeah, we can have fun with people. We're talking with people, but like the majority of our time is practicing right. our skits, doing our skits, <laughs> and then helping to clean up something that Josh made a mess.
1: So what nobody knows in this entire world,
0: yeah, until is right that, now,
1: until right now, okay. is that you and I decided to go and do the 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 prank that that kind of
0: topped the night, ruined everything for the whole everything. week, yeah because because there was a guest speaker there that wasn't that's us, right. and he and he had decided, nothing to do with he anything nothing, no he did he joined the ghillie oh thing. i guess that's true that was when things got okay. wild that was the craziest night yeah. and he was one of the people that like worked up the kids mm-hmm. and was like i think there's something outside Blah blah. blah. and so we we're like you know it'd be a really good prank
1: while everyone's busy well
0: everyone is at lunch or doing games or something, something. like that we're gonna tp the guest speaker's trailer (laughs) that he or R V that he drove up here. And we went wild.
1: Yeah. I mean like
0: we took that one ply from that camp and just (laughs) went crazy.
1: And it was a lot of toilet paper. Yeah. We found all of it, I think. We just used as much as we could
0: and Ooh. so we're like this is gonna be so good I can't wait till Josh finds out how smart we are how I, funny we are cause we're gonna let yeah. him in on it of course we're gonna let him in on it mm-hmm. and then go ahead what happens well yeah
1: then um, we go into the next session and before we get to share the gospel do kids, yeah, do all yeah, this stuff yeah. Josh sits everybody down and he just like
0: like literally goes
1: into goes it
0: goes in on everyone <laughs> we have taken the pranks way too far the guest speaker is mortified at what you've done to his rv
1: and then you you oh, wait, you, you could
0: <laughs> you could audibly hear all four of our cheeks seal up if you catch <laughs> my drift.
1: Well, <laughs> like, yeah, and it was so intense, and all the kids are looking around like, "Who did this?" Like, guys, like, what are just chill. Like, just all the
0: kids are like, "What are you talking out? about?" And it's making Josh more mad because he thinks <laughs> right. they're like lying. Right. And, and, don't and then, act like and you then, don't know. Yeah. And
1: then at the end. He's like, okay, now here's New Life Drama Company who's going to share, the, you know, do all this yeah. stuff. And like Maybe you us. guys
0: should be more like them. And the, now give it up for New Life Drama Company.
1: And you, and you like whispered over to me like, this dies with us. Like <laughs> something And it. And it pretty much did up until now. Up
0: until now. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, funny thing is, since then, not only have we been back to hang out with mm. Josh and we never told him... <laughs> And we've ministered to his youth many a time. Yeah. But also, the guest speaker, we're pretty darn close oh, with him very as well. Close, yeah. And so, we've been to his church. And, we've spoken to we his church. We've never told him.
1: And I don't even know so if So, we're he terrible was bothered modern it, Christians. Yeah, we're ter- yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. That well, being
0: said, I'm Micah Wineland.
1: And I'm Chris Wineland.
0: And you're listening to the,
1: the modern, modern Christian, Christian Podcast. Podcast. This is the juiciest episode we've done so far.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's about that's to be. True. It's yeah. about to it's open about-
1: it up. Yes. <laughs> Take open the it can up. of worms and open those can of worms.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And then
1: go fishing with said worms.
0: Yes, all the okay. things. Yes. All, all, the th- all the worm analogies. <laughs> all it's the worm all analogies. And
1: more. Before we get into it, Okay. I think it's important for a disclaimer, okay? Yes. The disclaimer is this, we are the Modern Christian Podcast. The whole idea is to discuss certain topics, Mm -hmm. uh, trending topics, things like that, even hot button topics. And then what should we be doing as Christians? Um, Looking to
0: God. (laughs) Yeah,
1: looking to God. So sometimes we're going to take a verse that you may or may not have been so like uh, ingrained in and we might challenge that, but we're not doing it to be like... um, uh arrogant divisive. people or divisive yeah. or just doing it because we're like ooh, we learned something in greek like we don't know greek yeah yeah
0: although it is fun when we learn something in greek
1: it is fun when we learn <laughs> something in greek specifically especially because we love mediterranean food but... okay yes
0: <laughs> that, is, that is true <laughs> we learn things like mediterranean chicken it's emin
1: <laughs> i'm always it's eating ahi tuna okay. there's the greek for you <laughs> Ooh, chicken shawarma Bata. yeah that's true the shwarma means feta. <laughs> exactly. No, wait.
0: Shwarma doesn't mean feta. I Two know. Two different things. Both I know. Delicious.
1: See? And we would know this if we went to Bible school again. <laughs>
0: exactly. No. Okay. All right. Back to your point. Okay.
1: My point is this. Um, there's going to be some things that we talk about, actually the main topic, and it might challenge you or it might like make you think that we're saying one way or another. At the end of the day, we're discussing it. Right. And I almost hope that it challenges all of us, Right. me yeah. as well.
0: Yeah, and of course we're always gonna give our opinions, but they're just that, they're our opinions. And we're gonna, I, I mean, I think we've said this since the beginning, we're gonna base those opinions on mm-hmm. the word of God, on what we're reading. We're pretty sound at interpreting God's word. And um, you know, if your yeah. opinion is different than that, as long as it's not a heaven or hell issue, I mean,
1: yeah, you know what? You. Okay, so with that being said, this uh, particular question has been brought up by a lot of people who Mm -hmm. have listened to us and said like you should talk about this
0: yeah I think I even like literally teased it in the teaser Mm -hmm. I said like hey this is something that You know, might be interesting Mm -hmm. for you to like listen to because it's something that I've learned recently and I want to share it with you guys.
1: And you were actually just talking to somebody and they said, Hey, I listened to that and that teaser and this is exactly what I want to hear. And you're like, Oh, wow. Like, we're about to do that episode. Mm -hmm. So, um, with that, I'm going to just ask the question Would Jesus spank?
0: Yeah, let's talk about it because I feel like there's one verse that everybody uses to really defend the idea of spanking and it being biblical and sound for the way to, Mm -hmm. like, raise a child. Um, So I want to dive into that and and kind of interpreting that that actual word um, of God and what it says and what it means. And so there is this Bible verse that's, like, very controversial, and Mm -hmm. I've heard it a lot growing up one specific way, and I want to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I think we both want to talk about it. Yeah, so,
1: it's a hot button. I'm excited. Go yeah, ahead.
0: so the Bible verse, as we've kind of grown up hearing the shorthand version, which is spare the rod, spoil the child. Mm-hmm. So that's what we've always heard growing up. Um, again, this is not from a specific source. I think it's more just like what you hear in church, what you hear from other parents, especially again, growing up Christian. So spare the rod, spoil the child. You know, it's a verse or most of us know it's a verse in, um, Proverbs, which is the book of the Bible known for giving wisdom. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I just want to debunk it a little bit just to give people maybe a little bit of insight on not only a great mm-hmm. way to raise your kid it's completely up to you we're not telling you what to right. do um but we just know that this has kind of worked for us and again a perspective that maybe you didn't have um before and so yeah let's chat about it so the first thing i want to say is spare the rod spoil the child is not what the verse actually says preach it <laughs> it's not what it says <laughs> that term spare the rod spoil the child And this is where things get a little weird, Mm -hmm. but you can fact check me on this one. You can look it up on Google. You can use any resource you want. It actually comes from a poem.
1: Yeah, I didn't believe it either. Yeah,
0: I literally, like like, I told Chris and then he looked it up because he's like, well, let me just make sure. I'm like, okay, sure. (laughs) So I'm going to read just a little like piece of this poem. Yeah. And um, this is what this poem says, the actual quote from it. If matrimony and hanging go by destiny, why not whipping too? What medicine else can cure the fits of lovers when they lose their wits? Love is a boy by poet styled. Then spare the rod and spoil the child. So that Bible, or I mean, I'm sorry. See, I'm saying it. That poem excerpt. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Got Yeah, got (laughs) confused with or caught up with the Bible verse that mm-hmm. actually comes out of Proverbs thirteen twenty four that mm-hmm. says this. Those who spare the rod hate their children, but those who love them are diligent to discipline them.
1: Yeah, so you, there's a difference. There
0: is a difference. Right,
1: because the one that everybody says is, spare the rod, spoil the child.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: it kind of makes you think, okay, well then if I don't have some sort of physical discipline right then i'm going to spoil them which again right. is a poem right so you're saying say, say this
0: so this is proverbs those who spare the rod hate their children okay. but those who love them are diligent to discipline them right. so i before you say anything i just want to say oh, this yeah. the poem is not from a christian
1: yeah, it's it, not even really about that.
0: No, it's not about that. I believe, and I could be you know, wrong on this portion of it, but I actually believe that it's about, well, it even says it's yeah. about lovers. Mm-hmm. And so this is a person writing a poem talking about being essentially yeah. spanked by their lover. Yeah. So it has nothing to do with children, even though, yes, they use the term child in, it, in the poetry. It's trying to be
1: poetic. It's
0: being poetic, yeah. yeah. And so, like, I think... Somehow, these term, this terminology, mm-hmm. "spare the rod, spoil the child," became a shorthand version of quoting Proverbs thirteen twenty four,
1: which then it- takes it out of context. Exactly, completely. it does. It's a romance poem
0: right right and again not from a christian yeah. so it's taking it completely out of context and using it in a different light right. so that being said now let's talk about what actually is proverbs 13 24 yeah. saying so go ahead well
1: and I, I was just gonna say i think that the reason why this is interesting to discuss and also a fun like ooh, you know mic drop moment mm-hmm. is because it's not just that that society is debating right now over, you know, is spankings allowed or is it not? Like, that is a big debate. Even scientists and psychologists will argue this, you know. For as many as you can find people that say yes, there's people that say no. Well, the thing that's interesting is now when you add a Bible verse to it, and people go, you know, you think, okay, it's a command. As a Christian, I need to be doing this. So, if you can gain freedom to go, well, wait a second, the way I've been phrasing it, or the way that I've been thinking about it, May or may not or anyways, be
0: introduced to me.
1: Yeah. And also understanding it's a Proverbs. It's not in the Ten Commandments. Right. I think there's some freedom in finding that out as well. Yeah. So continue. Yeah.
0: So let's talk about Proverbs 13, 24. So it says, those who spare the rod hate their children. Okay. Well, first of all, let's figure out what is a rod. Mm-hmm. So when they're talking about rod, they're talking about an object or a tool that is used by shepherds. So we see in the Bible all the time that Jesus... Uh, and God is referenced as kind of being the great shepherd you know Mm -hmm. he leaves the 99 for the one he protects the sheep or the flock Um, he tells Peter you know um, feed my sheep so he's talking about his followers he references his children being like sheep so so if we're going to use a sheep analogy or Mm -hmm. a shepherding analogy what is the rod like what's it used for and that's again an easy thing to look up I actually not only looked up like what are the tools a shepherd uses? I looked up a YouTube video of an actual (laughs) shepherd demonstrating how to use the rod, because I was curious.
1: Oh, the world we live in. You can just watch it.
0: Seriously. And so I think what's really interesting about it is that, first of all, you should Google image. What is a rod and what is a crook? It's two things that a shepherd uses. A rod basically is like... A policeman's club. It's the best way to describe it. Oh, it's yeah. a short stick okay. that's, like, thick on one side or a baseball bat, a miniature baseball bat. It's thick on one side, smaller on the other for your hand to grip. And then a shepherd's crook is, like, the thing you think of when you think of a shepherd. It's got, right. like, the little hook at the end, and it's long like a staff, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So the rod is used in a few different ways. All of those ways are for guidance and mm. protection, not... For punishment so that's what's really interesting so the rod they use it for um so the shepherd that i watched on youtube that was talking about it he would say he was saying that back in the day he was a shepherd he like literally is a a shepherd shepherd, yeah he was saying that back in the day like you didn't, it's not like you have a gun or something like that right. or a bow. So, a lot of times, like they would use a club as a protective measure in the middle of the night while watching over the flock. Right. So, if you get approached by a lion, a bear, a wolf, you're going to oh use my. the rod to, yeah, seriously, <laughs> you're going to use the rod to protect not only yeah. yourself, but the sheep another thing it's used for is like they would throw it with really great accuracy and they use the skinny side almost like a spear so it would stick mm. in the ground so i'm going to give an example that he gave yeah so if you're like seeing a sheep wander off far in the distance and they're starting to wander toward an area that you know is unsafe or you see a wolf approaching a sheep and you're way too far away to right. like have a you know a hands-on combat with this wolf Mm -hmm. they would launch the rod this short baseball bat essentially and launch it the direction of the sheep to either have it land in the grass like a spear directly Mm -hmm. in front of the sheep spooking the sheep to run back towards his owner Mm -hmm. the shepherd or they would use it to basically try to get it a precision hit to hit the wolf yeah. In the head or whatever the body And make the wolf be stunned enough to be like I don't know what just smacked me upside the head But I gotta run Right. And so that was what it was used for The third use was for something called prodding So prodding is basically like poking It's like poking so you would Trying use to get a, him to, move. to move in a certain direction So mm. you would literally like poke it in the shoulder With the, the um, rod to say like Go to the left dude Like you're gonna fall yeah. off the cliff And stuff like that he even references this bible verse and says you know just to be clear you guys as a shepherd if i ever beat my sheep like they would be terrified of me they would either completely freeze up and not listen at all or they would run away from me much faster than i could ever run and so i would lose them all so like beating them is never really a solution right um And if I really have to take it to the next level as far as like steering them where to go, that's when I use my crook. Right. And that's that little, you know, rod with the hook on it to pull them closer to me because they're not being good listeners. Right. Nowhere in there does it talk about hitting. Hmm. Nowhere.
1: So so in that proverb, when it talks about that, that part, and I know you're about to get it. Yeah. Get into it. It still mentions discipline.
0: Yes. So you're
1: thinking... Discipline is something different,
0: yes. So, so or the way you would discipline would be something different. So, this is what it says in the second half of that verse. But those who love them, Mm -hmm. talking about your children, are diligent to discipline them, yeah. Okay,
1: so love the diligent part,
0: yeah, Yeah. which means you're actively, regularly Mm -hmm. doing it. And this is the root word of discipline, disciple. And what did Jesus do? He taught his disciples. Mm-hmm. And di- disciples are the men who, or women, who followed after Christ mm-hmm. very close, yeah. who listened to him. He led the way. He was a leader and mm-hmm. showed them what way to go. When they were acting a fool, he drew them in close. And the kind the
1: diligent of, part. Yeah.
0: He read them their script and was yeah. like, dude, what are you doing? Like, come yeah. on. And so, but he always used it as an opportunity no matter what wrong they were in to build the relationship not break it not break them um and so when it says discipline it's not saying punish yeah punish is something different right um punish is hurting wounding i'm not saying you know i'm anti-spanking never do it i you know have my own history with it and i i have no like problem with how I grew up or my experience with it. I I don't hold anything or grudges or anything. But what I will say is when I read that verse, it gives me a lot of peace because I personally, as the modern Christian, Mm -hmm. don't feel comfortable taking that route with my kids. Now, part of it is because, as you and I already said, we kind of had our eyes open through Mm -hmm. the foster care classes that it wasn't going to be like the best route of action to take. And we thought, if it's not good for a traumatized kid, it's probably not best for our kids. So let's figure out what the alternative yeah,
1: for is. for any kid, yeah. For any
0: kid, yeah. and That's so, just
1: like kind of the way that we had found that. Yeah, Yeah,
0: exactly. And I think it just gives me a lot of freedom when I reread that verse and I take it in for myself and wrestle mm-hmm. with it for myself to go see what the word of God is trying to speak here. And it's not saying, if you never beat your kid, they won't be good. Yeah. What it's saying is you better be diligent to have a relationship mm-hmm. with your kid that you are daily guiding them, discipling them, because only somebody who hates their kids would basically yeah. leave them to their own devices. That's right. what I read out of it.
1: Well, and so that anybody who's listening is like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, I I want to point something out. You know, one, we're not being new agey and just saying it because culture seems to be a little bit more quote-unquote softer what we're pointing out is that the thing that has been quoted has usually been quoted based on something that isn't in the bible right then this bible verse uh, tends to if you really go into the context of it it's pointing something out here's what i want to say okay nowhere in the bible is there an example of spanking yeah there's nowhere. In fact, if, if I were to say, hey, t- show me an example of spanking where a parent spanked a kid in the Bible. Tons and tons of stories. Stories where, like, people were bad, right? You can't find one. There's not one example. That's true. Like,
0: there is none. Um, I mean,
1: none that can come to mind. If somebody wants to find something in, I don't yeah. know, judges or something, but, like, no. I, yeah, yeah,
0: not, not that comes to my mind either but there are other verses that talk about the rod like Mm -hmm. you know when you if you were to look up like what are bible verses that talk about disciplining a child or whatever so i want to talk about three in particular that we took a look at um or that we can take a look at that are very similar to that verse that we just pulled apart because it just gives us context and stuff like that. Now that we've pulled it apart and really said like, okay, what was the word of God trying to say to Mm -hmm. us now that we understand like what a rod is used for, what discipline means the whole nine. So you have this other verse here in Proverbs 23 and it says this, do not withhold discipline from a child. If you strike him with a rod, he will not die. If you strike him with the rod, you will save his soul from hell. And so, like, when I look at that verse, yes, you could easily be like, okay, it's a strike. Like, Mm -hmm. strike is a a moving, it's a forceful action. Yeah. Um, And it says, um, if you strike him with a rod, he will not die. Now, if I put that in the context of what I just discovered what a rod was used for, there are times where it has a physical action, right? Mm -hmm. The action is either to throw it in front of him, uh, in front of the sheep, or to prod the sheep to go a direction. So, like, by... By putting it into that context, you can still use a striking motion to do both of those things, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't, like, I can see how even me saying this can come across as maybe, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like nitpicky or like, you okay. know, reading too much into right, it. Right. But I'm just trying to take this for what it is. And Proverbs is not law. It's it's literally not a law. It's well, a, a essence of wisdom right Go ahead, okay sorry.
1: yeah i was just going to say so you do bring up another really good point is like we're taking this from a book the proverbs which obviously is is the bible right it's part of the bible this is not necessarily in the same vein i i would argue not in the same vein as um you know the ten one of the ten commandments right, any of the ten right. Commandments. it's not and I held get, in the
0: same right since like, that God is giving a specific instruction. It's more that his wisdom is being, you know, brought about. And again, if you take this exact verse and you use it as your argument to spank, like, okay, credit to you. You know, you can, I can see. So I want to go to the other verse, which is also Mm -hmm. Proverbs. And it says this. The rod and reproof give wisdom, Mm -hmm. but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. So notice how the example we've pulled apart in the very beginning, the example I used just a moment ago, and now this example, are all basically saying something. Don't leave your kid to their own devices. Right. Don't leave them alone because you're just allowing them to go into hell if you never are a disciple to their life. And what I love about this is that it says the rod and reproof, which is just like saying Mm -hmm. discipleship again. Because the rod is the action, right? It's saying that you have to do something physical. Um, You know, if you take that as spanking, so be it. But I personally don't want the interpretation. And reproof, which basically means disapproval. Like to have disappointment or disapproval. So showing your disapproval appointment um, and using the rod of guidance give wisdom but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother so you know and again bring shame to his mother does that mean he doesn't bring shame to his father no but this is poetic right so that's the way that the terminology is said in Proverbs it doesn't mean you know the father's not involved
1: right do you think that we have a little bit of our modern perspective tainted on these verses, you know what I mean, yeah. like because yeah, because saying, we're so because, modern yeah, and because, we know sure. spanking inside and out,
0: right. Uh, right? You know our
1: culture does, right? That when we read these verses, our mind going straight to spanking. Do you think that that our our mind goes there because the culture has brought us to that position?
0: Right. You know, I don't know, and I'll say that because there is a history within the Bible of a punitive punishment for an internal sin Mm -hmm. you know like we see that the the bible showed that innocent animals had to die because of the sin of man uh like in the bible it talks about bringing cold to the lips to um bring purity about speech and i'm not saying that to say like that like i'm now flipping the script and be like that means we all have to be physically punished what i'm saying is is that i think the bible is trying all of those instances mm-hmm. that we find and you know i could go on literally all well, night if long people were reading stoned different to death, you, yeah people you know, were stoned to death yeah that's I probably could, the
1: biggest example. yeah
0: so. i could look at all of these examples and um say like okay so the bible is okay with physical punishment but i think what instead i read when i read it is more so Physically, Jesus was on earth and set the example of what does it look like to bring people close to him. And in every instance, like literally 80% of the time, he would catch people in these moments where he had every right to punish them. Even they knew it. Like there's the story of the woman caught in adultery. Mm -hmm. And she's like, where are my accusers after he made them all vanish? Now, according to Jewish law, he had the right to bring about physical punishment to her body and he chose in that moment not to so going back to that you know question that you had in the beginning like would Jesus spank I think the better question to ask is you know not would here wouldn't he but like what do we know that he did do Mm. so we can look at God's word at examples of times Mm. that he was being a father to the fatherless or leading in a fatherly way um, towards the disciples and hmm. like had a genuine response for their misconduct. Yeah. Um, or, or just people that he encountered that, you know, were caught yeah. having misconduct before the Lord or, you know, literally before him. Mm-hmm. So, um, I want to talk about those examples.
1: Yeah. And even before we get there, I just wanted to point out two things. Cause I looked this up. There's, um, uh, influential, uh, Jewish organization that has been asked this many times and uh, because they work with youth and, and everything. And what they recommend, whether, you know, they're basing it off of anything in particular, but they and a lot of other organizations and people will say this, like, if you choose to do spanking, they recommend it uh, up until like the age of six and done kind of like not not a lot, like the older they get, the less you do you it. You taper it off or yeah, something. Yeah, you kind of taper okay. it off. And then they said, if you do it that way, you won't even need to do a spanking past that age. So like, you know, just in, in case you're like interested in it, that is something that a lot of people will say. The other thing I wanted to say is that Colossians 3 verse 21 takes the different approach. Uh, Cause like I said, I can't find an example about spanking but I can find this and it says, fathers do not provoke your children lest they become discouraged. Another word is exasperated, don't exasperate them. Don't, um, um, another version is don't make them to a crazy amount of anger. So it's like, like those little things can happen. I'm not saying it's gonna happen from, you know, a spanking. I'm just saying like, it is something to keep in mind. There is an argument there that is Uh, Written in the New Testament. It's like, don't exasperate your kids.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about, you know, we're the modern Christian. We want to be faithful to the word. We want to be faithful to the example that Christ led. What does that look like? So I'm going to tell you some things I see that I think are parenting tools that we see Jesus demonstrates. So the disciple Peter, and like I'm going to be kind of quick off the hip with some of these references. So really, if you want to go into them, like you'll have to read them for yourself. But Peter... You know, he denies Christ three times mm-hmm. before the, what is it, before the rooster crows. He denies Christ, and then he has this opportunity to meet with Christ, and one, God makes him a meal, mm-hmm. literally provides for him. He makes Later him a on, meal, yeah. uh, fish uh, over the fire, and then talks to him and is like, hey, Peter, do you love me? Right. Asked and, three times. you know, he, yeah, he asked him three times, and Peter's like, yeah, of course I love you, dude. Like, I'll do anything, whatever. Even after denying him, and he tells him, like, then just take care of my people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not worried about what happened. I'm worried about what are you called to do and are you going to be faithful to that call? So he uses that as an opportunity to build relationship. Right. Another example is the disciples are, you know, this is the night that Jesus is going to be betrayed. betrayed, And, um, you know, isn't it Peter again, right? Mm. Uh, who, oh, yeah, who's absolutely. the disciple that no, tries to Peter. protect Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh Peter. Yeah. So Peter tries he goes to go for it, man. Yeah, he, he tries it. to protect Jesus in the best <laughs> way he knows how, and he draws a sword yeah. and he completely ch- justifiably chops off the ear of a guard. Which is and such
1: a crazy thing.
0: It is an insane thing. He's literally being betrayed, and what does Jesus do? He restores the guy's ear. Yeah. The same person who's trying to attack him, he restores him. He now, didn't I have don't, to. he didn't have to and i don't know you know did that night did the guard become saved probably not you know i don't know i you know i can't say but again it's a demonstration of jesus using a moment where somebody could justifiably have justice brought over them or punitive Mm -hmm. measures brought over them and he takes up the opportunity to build a bridge to him not put him on an island and be like Obviously, you want to kill me. Peter, cut your ear off. That's what you get. He uses it as an opportunity to be like, I still love you, even though you're hurting me. And I don't think that I'm Jesus. I'm certainly never going to be perfect in that way um, every single time I parent my son. But if I could find a strategic way through the Holy Spirit to bring about the same recognition that that woman had of her sin for my son's sin, if I could bring that about in him... And then make the choice to say, but you know what? Like, I don't need to punish you because the punishment's enough that you recognize the shame of what's happened. Mm -hmm. Now let's just clean up the mess together. Yeah. You know, like, that's what I want to do. And, you know, that's what we want to do as parents. Again, am I going to get that right every single time? Absolutely not. But that's the goal. Mm -hmm. And when I read the word of God, I feel like that's what it's encouraging me to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, I I hope I answered that question. Maybe I didn't.
1: Is this our bottom line, or we're about to get to? And it?
0: that's my final word.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> you ready for my final word? Yeah. Man, this is gonna be great. This is gonna be huge, huge. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah. Right. I mean, literally. Great answer. I think that's um, probably family feud. Great answer. <laughs> the most
1: accurate thing I could have ever said is I don't know. Yeah. Ask me in ten years. Would I have a different perspective? I don't know Yeah. what I have the same perspective as right now. I really don't know. Um, like I, I can totally see arguments from every single side of it. I'm going to say the same thing I've said in a couple of other episodes that are really like, you know, kind of these kind of questions is like don't have a seared conscience, right? So if you feel so convicted one way or the other in this, like – then stick to it. But we as modern Christians maybe need to go to is not to do it because we're pressured because we think the Bible is telling us right. to do it. Right. So that's the only reason I'm saying it again. Yeah. If that works for you and your family, then that works for you and your family. But um, if if you're just doing it because you feel that that spiritual, biblical pressure, mm-hmm. I just want to free you from it that perhaps, and you can do your own research, it's not biblically telling you to sp- Thank your kid.
0: Right, exactly. And you know, back to your point about like not being a new agey. We literally this is something that we mm-hmm. contemplated for our own family. Oh. Because totally. I have a background with it. And again, I don't have qualms. Like yeah. there's no problems. Chris actually doesn't have a background with it. So this yeah. was something yeah. that we had to discover for our own family. What was the direction we were gonna go? So we had to do the homework ourselves. Mm-hmm. We had to pray, seek mm-hmm. wisdom from the Lord, seek wisdom Ask from the other word. People ask other christians that we trust other mentors other leaders so yeah. that's just how we landed there um you know i don't know how controversial this will be but i do think it's just an opportunity <laughs> probably controversial right we'll i see. do think it's an opportunity just for people to take a moment take a deep breath and go you know i'm not going to jump onto the ship of gentle parenting and basically allow my kid to run the household and let his emotions run wild but maybe also I'm not going to assume that the best way to correct him is to use, you know, physical punishment.
1: Yeah. Okay. I like it. Okay, We're so then my there. bottom line, my new bottom line Oh, is, new one. My new bottom line is I've got some idea.
0: <laughs> I love that.
1: But not the full idea. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you want to connect with us uh, any further on this topic and yell at us, um, you could always call Chris's phone at... um, (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) No, you can connect with us on our social media. I am at Micah Wineland on all things.
1: And I am at Chris Wineland Comedy.
0: That's right. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.